In a global industry where anything can happen, where mistakes cost much more than dollars, we bring you expertise from around the world to ensure that everyone goes home safe every day. The internationally acclaimed Oil & Gas HSE podcast starts now with your host, Russell Stewart. Hey everybody, yes, this is the internationally acclaimed OGGN HSE podcast. And your first clue may be that lovely British voiceover introduction to the show and then my heavy Texas accent that follows. But we are listened to in over 100 companies or 100 countries and are indeed dedicated to the goal of everyone coming home safe. And so today we're going to be talking with a company that is a recognized leader for enterprise low-code application platforms. Now, aren't you glad you tuned in for this? What does that mean? Well, we're going to find out in the context of their workforce safety app. But first of all, thanks to all of you for tuning in today. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show. Please support this show by supporting our sponsor, Anderson Hauser, a global leader in process automation and measurement instrumentation. Anderson Hauser, the people for process automation. Tell them thank you for sponsoring the show by going to our website. You'll find this link posted in the show notes. It's cx.endress.com forward slash HSE dash podcast. And there you can register for our monthly giveaway. If you're listening to this podcast in time on March the 4th at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, Anderson Hauser will be presenting an online seminar entitled Water Preparation for Utilities in oil and gas because the preparation of water before it's turned into steam is an essential and important step in the oil and gas industry. This online seminar will discuss the importance of feed water preparation for steam used in oil and gas utilities, the significant parameters and how and why they are measured. And we'll post that registration link for this seminar in the show notes. And then later on in the month on March the 25th at 3 p.m., Central Standard Time, they will host another one entitled Master Meter Proving, which will answer questions about why this is becoming more attractive than traditional corrected volume proving methods and what influence Reynolds numbers have on measurement uncertainties. These questions and more will be the focus of this online seminar. And again, check the show notes for the registration link. Okay, today we have three guests on the show, and the first one is Jen Doyle. Jen, thanks for coming on the show. Hey, Russell. Thank you so much for having us. We're very excited to be here. Well, I am too. Jen, you're the VP of sales for a company called Appian. Is that right? That's correct. Well, probably most folks in the oil and gas industry have never heard of Appian, which I hope this podcast will change. And we are going to delve into a case history specifically related to oil and gas. But Jen, introduce Appian and then introduce our other two guests, please. Sure. So Russell, as you mentioned in the introduction, Appian is an enterprise low-code platform. And what that really means is that we can enable organizations to quickly build their own custom applications. And we do that through a drag-and-drop interface. So it's more like building a process, like a process flow, which you know many of your listeners are very familiar with, but that's really how you build an application. And what we're very good at, as I mentioned already, is the process aspect of things. So allowing companies, especially when you start talking about incident management and the complexities and uniqueness of kind of managing those processes, 
mapping can help those companies build those applications very quickly. One of the things I just want to talk through is, as you can imagine with COVID, COVID has forced a ton of changes in enterprises to change the way their policies and workflows have needed to be adjusted. And so actually last summer, a couple of our engineers built an application over a couple of weeks to help companies bring employees back to the workforce safely. So you mentioned some other folks that are joining me. Sasha Cassidy is on. Sasha leads our workforce safety initiative. And then we also have Seth Baltzgraf joining, who has done a lot of work in the oil and gas space specifically. Well, Sasha and Seth, thanks for coming on the show. So Jen, you're a VP of sales. You're actually in Texas. Is that right? I am. I'm located here in Frisco, and I'm happy to have behind us the winner that we had a couple of weeks ago, and it looks like we're transitioning over to spring and hopefully summer soon. Yeah, I suppose most people who are listening to this podcast, I was actually supposed to do an interview with someone in the UK this morning, but he had a safety incident that he that he had to go to, and, and we had to postpone it until next week. But all the way over in the UK, he had heard about our little Texas winter Armageddon that we had a, a couple of weeks ago. You know, the, the funny part is that particular week on Tuesday, I was doing something I hadn't done since I lived in Western Canada as a teenager. I was shoveling snow and ice off of my driveway. That was on a Tuesday at about four o'clock. The very next week, Tuesday at four o'clock, I went golfing. So <laughs> that's how quickly the weather can change around here. So Sasha, are you in Texas? No, I am not. So I'm located in Boston, Massachusetts, where it is still winter for the foreseeable future. Yeah. When we tell you that we had seven inches of snow and 10 degree temperatures that, you know, you say, well, that's just another another day around here, right? Exactly. It feels like it snows at least once a week here. Yeah. In fact, talking about when I lived in, in Western Canada, I, I get a kick out of sometimes hearing the news reports. Oh, they've got terrible winter weather in the Northeast. There's gonna, they're going to get three feet of snow tonight. You know, and, uh, We used to get three feet of snow almost every night in the winter yeah. in Western Canada. So, so Seth, where are you? Yeah, Russell. I'm located in Denver, Colorado. Well, that's what us Texans call North Texas. <laughs> yeah, we don't get the warm weather like you do all the time. No, no, you definitely don't. <laughs> so what's the weather like there today? You know, we're, we're hitting a balmy 60 degrees, so it's pretty fantastic for early March here. You know, believe it or not, that's about what it is here in Texas today. <laughs> so I think anyway. we're going to get snow here in about two days, so okay. a little bit of a change. <laughs> Okay, so let, let's talk this workforce safety app. So, Sasha, you're the brains behind this thing? <laughs> so, I am the workforce safety solutions owner. I don't know if I'd necessarily say I'm the brains, but I work with our customers and prospects very deeply to understand their needs and help them get up and running on our workforce safety application, which can be done, you know, really in a number of days, a number of weeks. As Jen mentioned, we have a pre-built solution that we had a group of engineers work on over a number of weeks last year. The solution is fully deployable, ready to use, and we work with our customers to make sure that they have everything that they need, they're comfortable with the solution, they're aware of the features, and can be enabled for success. 
Okay, so now this this workforce safety app, Jen mentioned it, I think, with all of the changes that the COVID has brought on. And so you guys put this thing together, I think she said last summer. Was this an enhancement to something that you've had for a long, long time? No. So Workforce Safety was built on top of the Appian platform, which is our low-code platform for applications. A group got together and we realized that there was a need for our own organization, Appian, to be able to monitor employees and make sure that our HR could check in on our employees, make sure everyone was doing well. We also had a customer, an Appian customer for a long time that approached us a university down in Florida. And and they said that they wanted something similar for their students to be able to track their students and be able to understand the health of their their students during the COVID-19 pandemic. So throughout some of those conversations, we realized that there was definitely a broader need for organizations to keep a closer tab on their employees during the pandemic. And so we built Appian Workforce Safety. And Appian Workforce Safety does have a number of different features that, you know, by talking with organizations, by talking with HR leaders, listening to the news and kind of hearing what the CDC recommends and, and what our federal agencies are recommending right now, we've been able to build out this solution, which offers a number of different facets for return to work. It does, of course, it starts with a health survey where organizations can configure a survey of you know some basic questions that they may want to ask their employees upon return to work, such as, have you had contact with anyone who's had COVID-19 recently? How are you feeling today? Are you exhibiting any symptoms, et cetera? And then as well, the application has contact tracing, reporting, incident management, COVID-19 isolation and symptom monitoring, It also tracks vaccination status for an organization. So it has a number of different features that we've been hearing and we ourselves are are using. We've been hearing are very valuable right now as, you know, we try and navigate this pandemic and eventually post-pandemic world. So who processes all this information? Okay, so you say these these surveys are filled out and all of that and it goes where? So that information is available within each organization's individual application. It's all stored on Appian's HIPAA-compliant cloud. And basically, every organization who's using workforce safety determines what we call who are the response managers. So response managers for the application have access to all of the reporting, all of the data that the employees have been reporting, any incidents that have been logged, all of that really critical information that's collected within the application is made available to that response managers group. And that group would then be able to act upon that information depending on the situation. We we typically see that response managers are are mostly HR leaders and people within HR for an organization. And they have access, like I said, to all of that data and information that's collected throughout the Appian Workforce Safety application. Okay. Now, when you talk about incident management, we're talking about, and not just in the context of COVID-19 or who all's contracted COVID or been in contact with somebody who's had COVID or who's in quarantine and all that sort of thing. But I mean, if there's an accident, if there's an event at the plant or out on the rig or something like this, is that what you're talking about? 
Absolutely. So right now, the application is really geared towards, you know, the near term, any incidents that occur with COVID-19. So for instance, if an employee has come in contact with someone who has COVID-19 or they themselves have tested positive, that's mainly what the incidents have been used for most recently. However, many of our customers are using the incident management or considering using the incident management infrastructure that's built within the application to handle wider use cases. So like you mentioned, you know, in an incident on site at a facility, you know, someone's injured or there's, you know, a piece of machinery that needs to need some attention, perhaps, you know, isn't working anymore. Any of that type of stuff can also follow the same exact incident flow that we have within the application, which makes it really great because we're seeing that people who are adopting and using Appian Workforce Safety Now are thinking more broadly how the application will continue to be applicable beyond the pandemic. So I'm out in the field and I want to use this, say, incident management application. I have to carry a laptop with me in my truck or what? No, absolutely not. That's a great question. So the application is 100% mobile enabled, meaning that we have an application that we can push to mobile devices and can be 100% accessible from your mobile phone. So it makes it really easy and really nice for employees who are going back into their facilities every day. They don't want to lug a laptop around or be logging onto a desktop computer to fill out any type of survey. So they can quickly access the survey and all other features of the application right from their mobile phone answer a couple of questions, receive their return to work pass, given that they are healthy and that their organization has given them the thumbs up for approval to return to work. All of that can be done and accessed from a mobile phone. Well, that's great. That sounds easy. Seth, I said we would delve into a case history that specifically is related to oil and gas. And I think that's where you come in, right? Yeah, that's right, Russell. So I've been with Abbott for two years now and, and working directly with an oil and gas company out of Salt Lake City, Utah, Sinclair Oil. I and their colleagues and coworkers up there in the refineries that they have up in Sinclair and Casper, Wyoming. So Sinclair leverages Appian and our workforce safety application have been doing so since really I would say the the first month or two when we really started seeing that this was going to be more than just a two or week three week type of ordeal back at the you know early parts of 2020. So Sinclair started leveraging Appian's solution, we'll call it April or maybe early May. Since then, they've rolled it out to anywhere between 650 to 700 employees, where those individuals are performing, as Sasha mentioned, essentially a daily self-symptom check-in on their mobile applications being able to provide answers to a variety of configurable questions that Sinclair deems appropriate. And then based on those responses, those individuals are then presented with essentially a thumbs up or a thumbs down in terms of based on those responses and the associated Sinclair requirements for those responses, whether they're okay to jump into the refinery and the facilities for that given day. And then another issue that has I guess, reared its ugly head as a result of COVID. You've got the issue of not only your employees, but what about contractors coming into the facility? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. 
Sinclair has a large number of contractors that also work on site. So the solution is configurable to not only include the specific employees that have a Sinclair oil email address, but also their contractors as well, making sure that those individuals are also doing their daily self-symptom check-in. And there's a couple of ways in which you know, both Sinclair Oil as well as other organizations that we work with that have deployed this solution, companies like Garmin and a handful of others. I need to be conscientious of the, the companies that we can name. But what those organizations are able to do is, is certainly, first and foremost, provide this daily subsymptom check-in, you know, and effectively make it a requirement. So that way, when they fill out the response on the mobile application, there is then a screen that's presented to say you are allowed it on site. And organizations then take it a number of different ways. For some organizations, those individuals need to then show at the call it the front door, if you will, at a for a security individual that they've done their their daily check-in and they've received their electronic pass, if you will. That's one example. A second example, and this is where Sinclair comes into play, where we are actually now integrating workforce safety into the facility badging software. And what that's allowing us to do is be a little bit more proactive in terms of enforcement of we need you on a daily basis to take your, you know, not literal temperature, but take your temperature on how you're feeling. Are you experiencing any symptoms? And once you fill out your daily self-symptom check-in, that will then trigger the authorization that your badge is now active to enter a facility. So it provides a little bit more proactive enforcement for an organization to manage their employees while also kind of, we'll call it an elbow nudge that, you know, even if this is something that only takes a few seconds every morning, we, we do need everybody to fill out how they're feeling for that day. So, Jen, you mentioned this, and I don't know if you want to answer this or Sasha wants to answer this. You say you, you, say you make it easy to put all this together? Yes, I can take that, Russell. So the application is, we call it a solution because it's, it's already fully built and ready to use. And within Appian Workforce Safety, we have over 100 configuration options that once a customer receives the application, they receive their login, and they can go in and start tweaking to their organization's needs. So for example, the questionnaire, the survey that's sent out to employees daily if they want to come back into the office, that is not a set in stone. Here, here is exactly what Appian you know, mandates that you ask your employees. That is 100% configurable by the organization to determine what questions they want to be asking. And all of that, you know, configuration is all done within the front end of the application, very similar to setting up your iPhone. You're you're given a wizard and you walk through the different steps that you take in order to make sure your phone is enabled and ready to use. It's a very similar experience to that, you know, from anything from the questions that I mentioned that you're asking your employees to the branding of the application, if you want to include your company's logo, the messaging you're sending out to your employees, the verbiage that you use, if you want to send out any documents or links, all of that information is is ready to use and easy to configure with zero coding experience within the application. 
Yeah, you just hit the nail right there on the head. Zero coding experience because that's probably a, a, all four of us on here right now. I'm the most technologically challenged of, of all of us. And there's a lot of guys like me who are in management and that sort of thing who have the same problem. So you, you have to make it easy. I think your website goes into a little more detail and explanation about the Workforce Safety app, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yep. And, and if you know any of our listeners want any more information, if you just navigate to appian.com slash safe, you're brought to our workforce safety page. There's a lot of information there, anything from a recorded demo of the application to some customer testimonials, screenshots of the application. All of that can be found at appian.com slash safe. And we'll post that in the in the show notes. And then you guys, you have an event coming up, what, in a couple of months? It's called Appian World Digital Event. Is that right? That's right. Yes. Appian World is coming up May 11th and 12th. I think Jen might be able to speak more to some of the events that we have lined up for that, but we're super excited. It's our yearly event and it will be virtual this year. And just after that, while you're sitting or going to check out Appian.com, you can look at Appian World or go to Appian World, all one word.com, and it has a ton of information on the event that's coming up in May. It's a great opportunity to learn more about what Sasha's talking about. It's a great opportunity to talk to some of our partners. And most importantly, it's a great opportunity to talk to some of our, our customers and some of those others in the oil and gas space that you can connect with all at Appian World. So check out appianworld.com. All right. Well, guys, I'm really glad all of you came on the podcast today. I think this is uh, definitely some valuable information. I think you definitely bring a value proposition to some areas that, you know, maybe we weren't thinking about this time, this time a year ago. And, you know, I'm, I'm wondering if any of you have any comments. I suppose we're going to, we're going to get through this pandemic. Eventually people are, are, are saying that. So is, is the need for this app going to go away then? You know, I don't think so. I think that our needs for our workforce will change. But I'm not convinced at this point that they'll ever really go back to how things used to be, where we could, you know, kind of freely come in and out of offices or facilities. What we've been hearing from our customers is that they do think, you know, even in Q3 and Q4 of this year, when hopefully the vaccine will be made more widely available, that there will be a need to continue to survey employees and, and make sure you're checking in on on their wellness and health and any symptoms that they're exhibiting. I'm hoping, you know, we're able to get to a post-pandemic world, but I do feel that things will still look different when we come out of this than they did before. Yeah, and to piggyback on that too, Russell, the, the ways in which Sinclair is looking at this both both current state, right, which is managing the COVID-19, we'll call it, you know, COVID-19 pandemic here, but we're also looking future state. So a couple of examples in which we are looking at the ways in which the, the, the workforce safety application can be flexible. One is Sinclair is looking at it from a future state when we get back into seasonal flu. So leveraging the, the flexibility and the configurability of, of Appian to not only manage COVID-19, but also when employees are out sick with, with the flu as an example, or really any other illness. So that's one example. And the second example is also 
leveraging it from a more broad emergency response management solution. So this is where, uh, if you're familiar with the winters in Wyoming, and especially the wind and the snow and the ice on the roads, not unlike what happened in Texas just you know just recently, you know this idea of employees traveling to the refineries and maybe for you know having a car accident or if there's some some sort of issue where the car skids off the road, right? I mean, we could come up with a, a million different examples. Being able to have employees check in and leveraging Appian and this kind of workforce safety and, and more broad emergency response management for issues that they may come across. So, you know, to your point, eventually we will get to the back end of this pandemic, whether this is a month from now or six months from now or or, or whenever. And so the flexibility of Appian is kind of the, the inherent value proposition of, of what we provide. I think I was that was exactly the word that I was about to use. It sounds like you're going to have value proposition on this in a lot of different applications. Well, guys, we're we're at the end. Again, thank you for coming on. I want to thank again everyone for tuning in. Please tune in again next week for another episode of Anderson Hauser's Oil and Gas HSE podcast, a production of the Oil and Gas Global Network. Anderson Hauser is your reliable U.S.-based partner for measurement instrumentation services and solutions. We are your people for process automation. As I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, you can discover more about Anderson Hauser by going to our website. As I said, that link is posted in the show notes of this podcast, along with Anderson Hauser's LinkedIn and Twitter address. Please leave us a review on iTunes and tell your friends about us on all your social media, and we'll see you next time. Hey, everybody. It's Savannah from OGGN, and here are the events on deck for March 2021. This month, we only have three events, but if you'd like the full list, you can click the link in the show notes to sign up for our events newsletter. We send it out every month, and it includes more info about the events I talk about here. We even include events that occur two months ahead of time, so if you're interested in always staying in the loop about oil and gas events, make sure to check that out. First up, we have our two in-person events, our OGGN Here and Now live event on March 4th at Churrasco's in the Memorial area of Houston, Texas, and the Texas Wildcatters Open at Black Horse Golf Club in Cypress, Texas. Next up, we have our three online events, Sarah Week from March 1st to 5th, Transformathon from March 1st to 7th, and the TAMU SBE Career Enhancement event on March 26th. Other than these events, OGGN may be hosting some more live streams this month, so make sure to check out our Facebook, LinkedIn, or our website for more information about any of the live streams we have coming up. If you have any questions about the events or any of our shows, make sure to reach out to me through my email in the show notes. That's all for March. I hope you guys have a great month and thanks for tuning in. Tune in next week for another engaging episode of the Oil & Gas HSE podcast, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at OGGN.com.